Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. G'day guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that I'm not sure I've really touched on and gone into at uh, at length. And this is about your emotions. I want you to stop being so goddamn emotional. Okay? This is for both men and women. Okay, I'm not selecting one sex. This is for everybody. All right? When you let your emotions start to gain control of what happens upstairs they will then seep into the actions that you take and the results that you achieve, okay? So human beings are emotional creatures. You have emotions, I have emotions, Harold, Geraldine, we've all got emotions, right? The main thing that you need to worry about and concentrate on is keeping your emotions in check, controlling them, all right? You do not have to let your emotions run rampant and start controlling your life. But unfortunately, most people have no command on their mind and their thoughts. And this leads to acting based on emotion and, air quotes, your feelings, rather than on logic and on reason. This is why I take such care when it comes to language and communicating. It's so important. The way that you talk to yourself internally, your self-dialogue and your self-talk, and also externally to your friends, your peers, your colleagues, is really fucking important, all right? Because words matter, all right? How you think, how you talk, and how you act, everything has consequences. But here's the thing. You can actually distinguish between a thought and an action, You could be really fucking mad and frustrated and pissed off and then still take the right action if you can harness what you're actually feeling and separate, I'm feeling stressed out, I'm feeling angry, but I still need to do the thing. I still need to take that appropriate action. And this is a skill and it is a perishable trait, meaning if you don't practice it and you don't work at it, you will lose that ability to separate, I'm feeling like this, but I can still act like that. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense, all right? But what happens is most people's wires get crossed and there becomes this merging of the two. I am feeling emotional, so therefore I will act emotional or emotionally, I should say. Again, words matter. So a couple examples, all right. I've had a bad day, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling frustrated. But those are my feelings, I acknowledge them, they exist. I'm not going to deny them, they exist. But I'm not going to lash out at others. I'm just gonna keep following the plan, okay? So this is the way, again, we're separating, I feel like X and I'm still acting like Y, all right? Another one. Oh man, I am so hungry. You know, I've got that 2 p.m., 3 p.m. dip. Oh, I've got those cravings. 
need a little pick-me-up, I need a little sugar kick, but I'm on a diet, and I have a meal plan, and I actually have a meal that's in the fridge that's already prepared. So instead of acting on emotion, on that quick craving, and that sensation of, I would like something just to satisfy that, you know, lack of, that, that very temporary amount of hunger, I'm just gonna go to the fridge and eat the meal that I've already planned because I planned it for a reason. I've prepared it for a specific purpose. I made it because I'm on a diet and I'm on a diet so I can achieve X result. Again, we're separating, I'm hungry. I have a feeling of hunger. Doesn't mean you need to go down to the kiosk or across the road to the deli or swing through the drive-thru at Macca's and pick yourself up a quarter pounder and a chip uh, and a, you know, and french fries. You can separate the two. All right, I feel hungry. Cool, acknowledge it and then move on. I've already got food at my disposal. I'm going to eat that because I prepared it for a reason. So you're just following, you're just following through on the plan that you've already created for yourself. Another example. Oh man, my body is so sore, so sore, I'm tired. You know, my muscles, they all hurt, I've got DOMS. You know, mate, you could be three quarters through a set. You've got some dumbbells in your hand, you could be doing chest presses, you could be doing rows, I don't care what the exercise, you could be shoulder presses. And internally, your dialogue, and what you're feeling and what you're experiencing within your body is physical discomfort muscular pain you know you're getting a pump on the muscles are getting fatigued you're you're getting you know you're getting that feeling that you just don't want to continue right yes the feeling is there cool acknowledge it put it to the side and you keep going because you tell yourself i've only got two reps left so i'm not going to worry on the immediate pain and again that temporary discomfort I'm just gonna put my focus on the technique and concentrate on how I do the exercise rather than how the exercise is making me feel. Do you see that difference there? The feelings are there, it's not like they don't exist. It's not like the muscle pain and you know muscular discomfort that you're feeling isn't there. I've been there. I've been to that point where it's like, you've done 10, 12, 15, 20 plus reps and all you want to do is put the fucking weights down. All right? If you let that become the driving force of your internal dialogue and thought process, you will cave. You will put the dumbbells down. But if you just push it to the side, and the reason you want to push it to the side is this. Fixating on how difficult something is or on the muscular discomfort that you're feeling, it doesn't help your technique or, or the outcome that you're looking at achieving one bit okay all you're doing is wallowing in the pain all right if you're doing a chest press i'm just going to say it i don't care how easy hard or medium it is i don't care about the difficulty i care about your technique if your technique is rock solid fuck i'm going to tell you to keep going just do one more rep just go for one more you've got two reps and you're done and you know if you're doing 15 to 20 reps and you're at rep 18 you can have that brief moment where you'd be like, I've done 18 of these fuckers. I've just got two to go. Oh, I might as well finish them off. You know, the rep speed might slow down. They might not move as fast. That's fine. They're still moving from point A to point B. So, you know, I've done 18. I've just got that little percentage left. 
I'm gonna just keep going and just concentrate on getting him to the bottom position and pressing back to lockout. Again, I'm not denying that it's not uncomfortable or painful because lifting weights, it is, okay? I'm not denying that, you know, when you're hungry and all you wanna do is chow down on some food that, you know, those feelings of hunger aren't there because they probably are. But we can separate this is a feeling, okay, it exists, but then I'm gonna do this thing over here as well, which is a completely opposite to what your natural instinct is or that voice of instant gratification, okay? So you need to learn to disassociate how you feel versus what needs to happen. I'm gonna say that again because that bears repeating. You need to learn to disassociate, so that means to separate how you feel from what needs to happen. Okay, your emotions don't have to drive every action that you take. Now, how do we actually do this? Well, this is a concept that I first learned from Navy SEAL Jocko Willink, and he uses the word detach. Okay, so when you're in the mud, when you're frazzled, when you've got these emotions, and you're, you know, everything's just rampant in your brain, you have to step back and take a look at the whole picture, the big view, okay? So when you're in the mud or when you're, you know, doing your, your exercise or when you just feel, you know, you're borderline hangry and you just wanna, you've just got an, an abundance of energy, whether it's positive or negative, or, and these emotions running through your veins, you have to just step away from that situation. Lift your head up and actually look at the whole situation. Because when your head is down and you're looking inwards, your field of view narrows. You can only see a very tiny portion of the big picture. It's like you get blinders on and you can't see left and right and you can't see in front of you. You've just got this really small point of vision, okay? So if you detach and you step back away from that situation, you can actually see that big field of view, all right? So when you're locked in, you're emotionally charged and you, you know, you, you're on tender hooks, you just, you wanna do something, something quick, something easy to relieve the pain or that d discomfort you're feeling, you know, your senses lock in on all of the negatives, all of the bad things that you're currently experiencing. The problem, you fixate on the problem, the difficulty, this, the discomfort. And that's all that you can see. But if you physically lift your head up, you step back and you look around, you'll actually see, oh, it's actually not as bad as I first thought it was. And this is a good thing. All right? So you can either, you know, mentally step yourself back away from the situation or physically do it if you've got the space to actually step away and look around, see your surroundings, look at the situation with a 360 or at least 180 degree view. So you can increase your field of view. What do you actually see? I'm not asking what you're feeling, I'm asking what you can see, all right? Imagine, imagine that the situation is being filmed. There's a film crew and they can experience every little emotion Right, and you're a, you're a bystander. You're a viewer. You're you're watching this tape back. You know what is it that you actually see? Is it 
that you're cool, calm, and collected? Or is it that you're frazzled, you're frantic, and emotionally charged? Because those things look completely different, all right? And here's the thing, you do not make good decisions when you have a ton of emotions flowing through your veins. I know from firsthand experience, when I'm angry or pissed off or you know sad or whatever it happens to be, is you know your immediate thought process is, I'm gonna just try and get rid of those emotions and those feelings instantly. I'll do whatever it takes just to make those emotions go away, all right? But the decisions that you make in that state aren't very good, they're not very productive. So you're gonna stop, take a look around, what do you see? And then make a decision based upon your goals, not your emotions, not your feelings, okay? Your emotions are not involved in this step. You have to make this decision logically and rationally. This is where systems, processes, checkboxes, using a habit tracker, that's where these come in. This is how you develop positive habits and routines, okay? Winners, champions, the people who rise, the, the cream of the crop, they don't let their emotions rule their life. They rule their emotions, okay? So when you know that a specific set of actions produce the outcome that you want, you just have to follow it. As difficult and as uncomfortable as that is sometimes, you wanna take the easy route. You wanna take the thing that's gonna make that emotion and that pain disappear here and now. It never, or very rarely, ends up actually being a positive long-term outcome for you. And you know this. Just think of all the shitty foods you've eaten when you felt bad. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not that hard. Think about how many workouts you've missed when you felt tired or you felt lazy or you were lacking energy and you didn't wanna to go to the gym and you just, you didn't wanna go and do the weights because it just felt too hard. Again, feelings. Yeah, you've gotta be stronger than your feelings. If you have a plan, don't deviate from the fucking plan, all right? And I wanna talk briefly about having a method. So <clears throat> it was interesting, I, I write down my show notes and there are certain words that I use to prompt me to get a point across and one of which came up with a definition for the word method. A method is a series of actions to achieve a result, okay? So I want you to imagine that you had a step-by-step -step action plan for your life. And if all you did was follow it to the T, you followed it to the letter, all right? You would achieve exactly the goal that you were looking for. Imagine if you had that. If I just follow step one, step two, step three, step four, I would have the, the life that I want, the body that I want, the outcome, the goal that I'm looking for. If all you had to do was that, all right, you would do it. But the problem is, it's not that it's too hard. It's not that it's too unreasonable. It's not that that step-by-step -step process is too unrealistic. It's that you go rogue. You go MIA. Mm -hmm. You quit doing what works because you think you know better than the plan. You think that, oh, I'm feeling this emotion. Oh, it's, it's only a one-off thing. I'll just do whatever I fucking want because I'm feeling angry, sad, frustrated, insert whatever emotion you're experiencing. No. What happens is you went from thinking logically, I've got this great plan, it's gonna get me to where I go, and you start putting your emotions at the front of the equation. 
where they have no business. So, what's a man to do? What's a woman to do? Well, you put your emotions in the background or to the side, you park them away from your top of mind awareness. So yes, they're there, cool, acknowledge it, push them to the side. Now you can start acting logically and rationally. Okay? That's how you should be operating. So I want you to think about this. Think about all the times you've gotten really mad, really pissed off and angry, or you were sad and frustrated, you know? Maybe you got pissed off at somebody, coworker, friend, colleague, spouse, or maybe a time that you were just super down and unhappy. Have you ever made a great decision for you and your fitness goals? Probably not. It's probably been a negative, a negative action based upon a negative emotion, which has produced a negative outcome. Yeah? So this is what we're gonna try and avoid. Yes, the feeling is there, the emotion is there. Okay, yep, acknowledge it and park it. Then we gotta to look to the other side and think, what is the next step? What is the next process? What is the next system? What is the next habit that I can do to actually push myself further towards my goals? Because that's really the only thing that matters. Emotions don't take actions, not positive ones at least. So this is where you've gotta to learn to stay level-headed. Concentrate on the behaviors that produce the result and pay no mind to the emotions or feelings that you may or may not be experiencing at that time. Because if you do that, you will make better decisions and better decisions lead to better outcomes. This will help you make quicker and better progress. When you make this progress, it builds momentum and you start getting those feel good hormones and your mindset, your emotions go from sad, frustrated, unhappy to Oh, the plan's working. I'm starting to see, I'm starting to notice some benefits here. Oh, I'm getting confident, I'm getting pumped up. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. And then you get this flywheel of energy and positive emotion that you can actually use to your advantage because the negative emotion won't lead to your advantage. You see how that works? So when you've got this momentum, when you've got this snowball effect of positive progress, then you have to replicate it. You have to try and keep it moving for as long as you can. This is called, we call this riding the wave, okay? And the goal is here. If you have one great day, awesome, note it. Give yourself a pat on the back and do it again the next day. In fact, do it every day for as many days as you can. So for all of the things that you say you're going to do, hold yourself accountable and be a person of integrity. I said I had a diet. I created a meal plan. I prepared the meals. Now, I'm going to hold up my end of the bargain and actually follow through on that. I have five lunches prepared, Monday through Friday. I'm gonna eat all of those on my designated days, regardless of how I feel, regardless of if I've had a great day, an average day, a shit day, a mediocre day, or anything in between. And what that'll do is, it's gonna produce less waves, right? less fluctuation, okay? Between your mental state, between, you know, being fucking on, awesome progress. You know, you're in the state of flow, you're in the zone and you're kicking ass. 
But on the other side, when things don't go your way, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a shit show. You don't show up. You don't put your best foot forward. You don't follow the plan. You bury your head in the sand and you have a good old fashioned pity party because you don't fucking feel like it. Because you feel too emotional to take the actions that you know are gonna produce the result that you want. So my advice to you is, get yourself a program, get yourself a plan, and you ready? This is fucking sage wisdom coming up. Just follow the fucking plan. Every damn day, okay? Don't get caught up in how you feel. Concentrate on what you do. You are not a product of your feelings. You are a product of your actions. Be logical, not emotional. Like I said, it is a perishable skill. If you want to live emotionally and have that pendulum swinging side to side, producing you know, good results, bad results, indifferent results, and having no consistency whatsoever, be an emotional creature. Lean into it. But if you want better results, you've got to gain control of what happens the fuck upstairs. This means act on logic, not emotion, because better actions lead to better outcomes. And you can't do that if your emotions are controlling your thoughts and running amok in your mind, okay? Gain control of your mind and you'll gain control of your body and your life, okay? Your emotions have no role, no positive role in making progress, but your actions do. So concentrate on that, irrespective of how you feel and the emotions that you may be experiencing. All right? Don't be so goddamn emotional. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.